This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know. What is poppin' everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Only Friends Podcast. And you know, I'm here with my only friends and as always my number two is in the building what is popping burke all right look if the bit's going to continue you have to stop saying number two poo dog is gone i don't want to be referred to as a turd i'll take anything else <laughs> at this point. no we have gotten so far to it like the I acceptance is real guys. i don't care what you say at this point it's all noise to me but i'm not going to listen to fucking number two anymore you know what i can i respect that I respect that. Christ almighty. I respect that sidekick. Conrad's fucking hot this morning, man. He he's he thinks he's on the runner's tail. No, relax. What are you doing? He's fucking on one, man. He's like, I got this motherfucker. Yo, and we're like, we're like, down. how sure are you? Blowing up your spot. How sure are you, Conrad? This is why you don't tell him anything. Why you don't say anything? We're, we're like, how sure are you, Conrad? He goes, 100%. And it's like, all right, well, we can't, we can't have a conversation anymore. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to have one. Don't worry. <laughs> it's Pepe Sylvia. Billions, Pepe Sylvia. billions of people on this world or on this planet, and Conrad thinks he's narrowed it down to one isolated individual. You see, this is why we it. don't talk. Marksman nailed it. These guys are out of control. Out of I control. think I know who the runner is. I'm as glad. Well. I'm glad. I can't uh, wait to watch. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. They should have put you guys to fight Osama, bro. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's what I'm honestly, saying. No, no, honestly, 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 my detective. Would have one hundred percent found Osama years before anybody else. <laughs> I got dropped the DM. It, it seems to make some sense to me. I have like twenty five percent confidence uh, that that we have some insight on the runner. That's realistic, you know. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're yeah. we got a little uh, something. I'm cooking. glad you guys are twenty five percent away. Still, that's, 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 that's seventy five hundred dollars. There's probably like a decent chunk of people that don't know what we're talking about. No, they do. It's all we've been talking about. Oh. Uh, right, you cool. just haven't been watching, but the runner is a poker.org uh contest. I don't know if a new clue dropped yesterday, I think it was it yesterday. Did. It did. Yeah, I watched it Last while we were night. playing. Um, very, very noisy clue, a very noisy clue. A lot of a lot of this, that moving parts, and I'm just sitting there looking at it like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Honestly, I only even have 25% confidence we know who it is because somebody DM me and goes, Hey, it's this guy, and I'm like, Oh. Okay, well, maybe it's this guy. Let's see if it is. But uh, this contest has been very complicated. It's been so fun. They're never going to top what's going on right now. Absolutely never. Like, they can't run this again, probably. I legit think that, like, every fucking clue in these videos is misdirection. Yeah, every one of them. It was, mm -hmm. it's this thing is so well done that, like, I'm telling you, it would never be topped. This is going to go into, like, uh, poker.org history. They're going to make a nice little uh, documentary about it. Do they have a website? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's our detective. Uh, our hood lawyer, Conrad, goes, does poker.org got a website? I didn't mean to say it in that sense. <laughs> my God. I was scrambling in my brain, and I just, you know, yelled out things that whatever. We, we appreciate the comedy. I hate you guys. We appreciate the Listen, comedy. Listen, man, man, you helped me get sharper yeah. one day at a time. That's right. That is right. Landon's been working on the wit. Sometimes you lay him up a couple softballs, and he's like, oh, that's what it feels like to get a zinger in. You guys suck. Let's go, my dude. So I, would, I just want to quickly give a quick dunk bet update. 
My wow. back is a little bit slightly healed. Mm. Okay. We do have to go to a court just to kind of see where we're at. But what's this? Really I know where close. I'm at. You're fucked. You are not as close as you think. You are fucked. Man, they gas him up at the gym so hard. They it's don't. so funny. So, okay, if we look at my hand, right? I can palm a basketball and they have a. Uh, it's not a machine, right? It's, it's just, just a, pole, a vertical jump. A vertical jump with the things you can hit. Uh, put it at 10 feet. I can get my hands from here over the 10 feet. So this, this speaks you, to your inexperience. Straight, like, no, 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 I can, no, I can, no, I can run. I can oh, run. I'm allowed okay. to run. This, 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 this demonstrates his inexperience with having dunked. Like he thinks of being able to get his fingers over the rim would you somehow, you need to be like mid, yeah, mid four. Yeah. Well, there. I think what he's saying is, I mean, like at least here, in like range. you have to be able to snap your, like snap. Right. Over. Like, like, you know, a ball is big or you just, right? the balls just go out and hit the back of the rim. Right. I didn't That's what say I said. that I can dunk today. I'm saying that I probably have a couple extra inches to be able to go. I'd love that for you. I love that mentality. <laughs> I love that for me too. Cause you keep running your fucking mouth at the gym and you're going to pay for it. I love that mentality. I hope that you believe deep down in your heart that you're like one day away from, you know dunking. what the difference between this, me and you is that's toxic positivity. <laughs> wow. That's a lie. <laughs> Well, when I say it, I mean it. I just, uh, I just know what side I'm on here, man. Yo, what are you wearing? Yeah, you're on the right? losing side. Well, we had, to, we had to give him a blanket, Christian. His balls my... keep hanging out. Yeah, my balls was hot. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's getting great, You're getting man. good. He's getting those zingers you in gotta there. Get a, you gotta get a pop. My balls is hot. Who was that? Derek, Derek, Derek Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking pulls his pants off. <laughs> goddamn interview. I'm gonna do that in my next poker news interview. Just fucking drop trial. Like, What's going on here, man? My balls is hot. So how do you like <laughs> rabbit hunting? Wait, yeah, and you just out. drop your balls. Can, can somebody fill me in? Like, so I know poker.org uh, is like a new thing, and I know they like snatched a lot of good talent and stuff. What is their mission? What is like their mission? Uh, they want to be an independent. New source. Uh, new source. So they want to be okay. as, as objective as possible. Actually, big shout out to them. They sent me a care package yesterday. I appreciate that. Was there any liquor in that thing? No, but there were two whiskey glasses uh, as well. Man, I took a picture of it. I should have sent it to Guapa. My bad. <laughs> always, always with the good chime, Guapa. <laughs> <laughs> so they sent you something just because? Uh, no. So they sent me a, a care package thanking me for being a part of their board that they're putting together. So part of their... You're a board member? Wow. Yeah. wow. You Congrats, Burke. No, 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 no. Round of applause, baby. Congrats, Burke. You made it to the board. You made okay, it to the Integrity see. Council of Polka.org. That, that's Big effectively what it is. Big board member yeah. Berkey. <laughs> <laughs> Big board member Berkey. <laughs> Big board it's, Berkey, uh, triple B. It's effectively what Landon said. They're they're uh, attempting to remain an independent news source that isn't funded oh, by. Oh, you're like the you're, you're part of like the integrity committee. He's kind of yes. like the neighborhood watch. I like yeah. that. That's yeah. cool. The neighborhood watch. <laughs> I'm, I'm Scruff McGruff of Poker.org. Six zero six five two. Why does he always like? Bring you a notch down. Right. Like he, <laughs> he trolls, and then whenever you give it back to him, he gets so mad. No, because you lie. He gets so mad. <laughs> you lie. And he gets so emotional. And, and you're like, you're part of the board. I'm like, yeah, you're part of the integrity council. Like, and he's like, you're the neighborhood watch. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. He's bro. the watchman, bro. Get your Scruff McGruff's up in the chat. I'm, I'm fucking out you, here. Keeping we have you a got, Scruff McGruff emote? Yeah, yep. of course. Keep, <laughs> keeping the streets safe, you know? Chicago, Illinois. 60652. <laughs> I'm out here, man. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, no Jumper reposted it, but Rob was showing it to me in the gym today. Uh, oh, this man. is... Uh, genetics have gone haywire, man. I know that we're advancing and in the modern age, like, you know, we're evolving as, as a species, but this kid is 12. 
This kid is 12. It's like from Bench Warmers. You need to see this. Yes, sir. Hey, man. I don't know. Yeah, I record. Are saying this guy's 12 How old you am? Boy, this boy 12. Boy, look here. Only time I hear the word 12 is when we running from them. But right now, but it's, but I talk to two 12 years old. Boy, look here. If they don't go to the NFL, it's racism. Yes, sir. Boy, you ready? And they gave you the hot. Boy, look here. You deserve it, boy. You deserve it. They told us they already follow me. Oh, man. So the clip. the only 12 I know. The clip I saw also came with a highlight of him playing. He's legitimately twice the size of... Are they going to show the 12-year-old? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I was waiting for it. The, I literally didn't know until the very end that that was actually... Right, was it the guy talking or the guy behind <laughs> it? Yeah, no, the, the kid holding the trophy with the full-blown mustache that would be tried as an adult tomorrow oh is 12 years old. It's <laughs> like from Benchwarmers when uh, they had Sucre from Prison Break. Oh, yeah. yeah his hair is fucking older than 12. You have to be <laughs> kidding me. Get the fuck out of here with this shit. 12 years Look old. Look at the chain he's wearing. It's like fucking three oh, people pounds. Just, people just That's trying to get out of the hood, man. Let the mustache the is like... like Get really out of the hood. Just I, trying to get out of the hood, bro. But DR, we've been doing this for fucking 20 years. <laughs> like, dude, I, I, I don't want to incriminate myself. Like, you trying to say his birth certificate ain't right? Are you like, saying that you're 12? I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that sometimes you got to do things to get out of the situation you're in. Old Danny Amante, baby. Yeah, exactly. He ended up in the fucking uh, independent leagues, floating around in the frontier league somewhere. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, obviously the dude's not 12. Like, you're, come on. Like, that's insanity. Yeah. He's remember? at least... 16, 18, 18 yeah. 16, whatever it is. Like, I don't know, man. Like, when you hear him talk and, like, when you watch him play, he does have that, like, awkwardness about his body. Like, he's not a teenager yet. You want to tell him what you told Rob? <laughs> Fuck you. What did you tell Rob? What, that he's like... Rob, Rob showed me a clip of him, like, playing or whatever. And I go, I don't know, man. Like, he does move like he's young, you know? Like, he's a little awkward and, like, doesn't fully understand his body yet. And Rob goes, yeah, like, you know, I think he might be 12. I go... Or, or like, sorry, Rob said something like, yeah, like he moves like, uh, like pretty awkwardly, like he hasn't grown into himself yet. And I go like Landon and before, <laughs> before I can even say Landon, Rob just agrees. <laughs> and then he caught himself like, listen, listen, like, like he's dunking on a client. He goes, I was just going to agree with whatever he said. <laughs> As the owner of this vessel that I'm in, you're right. Yeah. But I will learn my strength. That's all right, man. You'll, you'll just get, fucking dunk it on him. You'll get time, your baby bro. legs underneath just you. Just bang, bro, it, tried to bang ba it in and just uh, it's, you're good. It's crazy because we were kind of bringing back the mile bet because someone that goes to the gym pretty regularly kind of showed up. And I asked him, I said, he plays professional baseball. I said, hey, how long do you think it would take me to run a mile cold? He goes, I don't know, seven minutes, which is what Matt thought. And then Rob, who knows fitness, thought eight minutes. Bro, in this gym, there's uh, a professional baseball player three guys who played college baseball and myself and we all put the line on Landon somewhere between seven and eight minutes to run a mile and this fucker comes out and runs it in 548 yeah but his legs he are exceeds super long. expectations yeah. I'm a giraffe I don't know like, I, I don't know if we're all the idiots like 1.5 strides for everyone else I don't know if we're all the idiots or if I somehow just you, the, set a good line and he the problem massively is you both crushed do this it. to each other you both try to notch each other down mm -hmm. every time he's like he's like I think I could do it in like seven you're like no, he's like, I think I can do it in six. You're like, ah, eight. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, oh, I'm on a board. You're like. <laughs> I talked like, to him over the watch, and we all said, we've we seen you run before. No, so, that, was, yeah, that wasn't even the accomplishment. Like, I think I could dunk. I think I could dunk. No, you can't. I'll bet against you. <laughs> uh, that, that actually did happen. No, it the, didn't. We were being wholesome and endearing. Well, the mile run certainly was me just getting fucking 
it was a Christmas gift. He comes up to me, he goes, didn't you say I can't run a mile in seven minutes? <laughs> and honest to God, like I have no recollection of the conversation or whatever, but it seemed like something I would say. So I go, yeah, sure. And he goes, bet me thousand dollars now, even money. And I'm like, all right, like, I don't think you'll run a mile in seven minutes. Okay. This so, conversation was very loud and it was in so, the living room. So do you think when he tells me that I get emotional and I start to lose my mind, the way the conversation actually went, the way it really went was very calm. And then after you are out of after, your mind, if you after, thought it was the, calm. after the bet got made, I said he was drawing dead. What, and then I, I got just very say, loud. What did I just say that wasn't calm? The the lead up to the the plot before the bet got made. No, like, I said me. you came up to me and you were like, didn't you say I can't run a mile in seven minutes? I was like, seems like something I would say. Listen, man, I'm happy for you that you ran the mile like that fast. I Thank you. That's good. Thank you. That means you're like, your fitness has improved a lot since it started. Yeah. Your stamina is high. That's yeah, great. I, I just don't you... have full control over my body yet. Yeah, whatever. That comes with time. <laughs> it's whatever. It's a, you it, smashing hoes? It was a sight to behold. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um... I don't know. I don't know how to translate transition into this. It's not a good thing. Uh, kind of, kind of a, kind of a sad. Oh shit! Not kind of a, a definitely sad moment uh, for anybody who is alive at the bike viewer throughout the years yeah. and uh, knew of Ramsey. He sadly passed away yesterday. Uh, doesn't seem to be a whole lot of information around what happened. Uh, Israeli Ron put out a tweet that said "R.I.P." Huge loss to the community out there. I know he was very beloved in the Live at the Bike Streets. Uh, you know, had a big, um, kind of like helped facilitate a lot of the anti-game and uh, the 2550 stuff. So he will certainly be missed. Uh, when more details come out, obviously, we'll, we'll talk about it. But um, I just met him for the first time this past October. Really nice guy. Uh, you know, he's, he's he was close with a lot of people that I... I'm close with, uh, but we never really crossed paths and nobody ever had a bad thing to say about him. So, uh, this is kind of a surprise really, really makes you check your mortality. I think he was like mid thirties, yeah. uh, maybe early thirties even. Um, so yeah, I mean, crazy, crazy thing. Like it's weird cause he's a fit guy. Like you look at him and he's healthy, healthy looking anyway. Right. Yeah. So like as somebody who is, uh, not 30 any longer. And I'm just like, wow, you know, fucking impervious, man. Like I eat chicken every day and I hit the gym and I live a good life and any moment, you know, that's it. You're done. Yeah. yeah. Just and then so landed on your fucking house. You're just mm -hmm. so inconsequential. Life. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Pretty shitty thing. I um, to like the community, his family. Did you ever play with him? Uh, I think I played with him, but like very briefly, it was like in a side game and. He said hi. Like he was, he was a nice, very nice guy, a fan of our of our Who, community. It was him and uh, he had like one of his boys. Yeah, like like his yeah. like, main boy. I, I can't his name. I can't think. Of like, I know his face either. like right away. Like but yeah, they they were like they were like oh, uh, like the Smash yeah. Brothers or something. Yeah, yeah. Would you would you say call them? I think they were called the Smash Brothers. Something something along yeah. those lines. Brothers. Yeah, like, they had. Yeah, they had like okay. a like a name for their for their duo. Yeah, they it were, was like uh, part of the marketing. Was to, it Dennis? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, Dennis. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so yeah, big condolences. Uh, big condolences to them and the whole live of the bike community. Uh, big loss for them. Not a loss, however, 
was yesterday's happenings at the WPT. A lot of shit going down. A lot of money exchanging hands, if you will. Young Ethan. Rampunts. This fucking blaster, man. (laughs) He just does it. Part of the millionaire club now. It's a feast of famine. He just fucking does it. Honestly, God bless, man. I I just see so much of... uh, Imagine if 25Ks were available when we were fucking 23. Well, I say we as me and Conrad, I guess, because we're the only punters in the room. (laughs) Punter is an understatement for you, too. Like, I mean... (laughs) Like, imagine if 25Ks were available when we were 23. LeMan is like, yeah, cool. yeah they would have been fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, 25Ks or you were 23. This company wouldn't exist. You'd be fucking... Or you would be like... I'd be too rich for it to exist or yeah. I would be out of poker for you sure. Be, it, it would be uh, Andrew Robel. It, <laughs> it, it, it would be solved for buy-in. Yeah. I, I will say this. I think... All right, let me think about this. Uh, my first 10K that I ever played was the main event. And... It was well beyond my net worth. I think at the time I probably had like 7K. I want a $30 rebuy to get in. So I probably had like 7K net worth and played a 10K. Uh, (laughs) My second 10K was... hmm, Fallsview wasn't a 10K, right? That was a 5K? Probably one of those. I think it was a 5K, yeah. It sounds like No, I didn't play LAPC for the first time until 2011. Uh, My second 10K might have been the main event again. Yeah. And again, I probably had less than 10,000 to my name. So I imagine if 25Ks existed. How many people do you think play the main event with less than 10,000? Like mm. percentage. Now? Yeah. Oof, very, very small. Really? Five, 5% or less? Near, near zero. No. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I guess what now, like, I was playing with 100% of myself in both No, 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 no. Sorry. Like, they're in the tournament, though. Right, right, like, yeah. Not yeah. saying that, like, not saying they... They have 100 percent yo i remember randall flowers me, i don't know many people i remember i'll never forget <laughs> this uh randall flowers won festa lago in like 2009 or 12 or something like that mm-hmm. somewhere in that time frame and he had nine percent of himself he wins it for 800k and i was yes. i was appalled <laughs> i was like why the fuck would you play this event it was like yeah. the, it was like to the famous tony dunn story we're going uh, Tony Dunst played the Aussie Millions, got put in by Timex, and I think he only had like 15% of himself. He ended up with like Oh, when he got second. second? Yeah. Didn't somebody like was walking down the hallways and put somebody in the main? It's like, hey, you want to play the main? And they just got like third or something. Wasn't it like Ciroc? Uh, I, don't, mm. I don't know. I don't remember this. Okay. But the Tony Dunst story. I at my table. The Tony Dunst story is like pretty well known. Like that he got staked in that Aussie Million got, and like ripped off second, and he had like 15%. I don't know the exact percent, but it was like very low. Yeah, I do. I, I do vaguely remember uh, him going, or I, I definitely remember him getting second. I vaguely remember him not like having a big piece of himself. Um, but I mean, the, whatever, you're getting free rolled. So. Right, right. But like the wild thing was, like, I was appalled. I'm like, why would you even play this fucking event for nine percent? Like, what is the matter with you? He's like, oh, I have a win rate, you know, yada yada. I'm like, if I hit my first 800k score and made less than a hundred thousand, <laughs> I'd end it. I would like legitimately, and that was the way I used to think back then. It was like, I would think about the upside of it, not, Mm -hmm. not like any of the risk or anything on those lines. It's like, okay, I'm going to play a five day event. If I get really lucky, I'm going to win it for $800,000 and I'm going to walk away and I'm going to have 80 K. I'm out. I'm I'm fucking out. Like me, me having 40 K now or 120 K after the fact, like no difference. I'll just wait and play it and get lucky. Whatever I can actually afford to get lucky. And I imagine if 25 Ks existed back then, I, you, would, you would have seen some Ethan moments out of me. Oh, the yeah, difference is like sure. Ethan has money. 
Like when I was 23, I didn't have who knows how much he has half a million, quarter million, a million plus. Who knows? But if you had $35,000, there's no doubt in my mind you would not hesitate to just fire a 25k. You, you, have a gambling, you have a gambling problem? No, I don't gamble on anything. <laughs> the hallway story. Because like he's like he has a, he's I so believe in my sure. He's yeah. so sure that if you have thirty five thousand and you found right. the twenty five K with like a twenty percent edge. Not you're now. In. Not now then. Well, Back when it was super soft. I wouldn't do it now. It, it just depends on like we've had this conversation when it comes to shot taking and call it extreme shot taking, if you will. Where if you have a plan, if it does not go well and you have conviction in it, it can be justified. Is it responsible? That's debatable. Mm -hmm. This is the thing. Like, a long time ago, I remember having a conversation with Berkey about Jason Mercier and, like, how he developed all of it. And it was like, well, at some point in your career, you're going to have to take a big risk, big reward moment, and you just have to hope it goes well. And then put yourself in the position for that to happen. Bless you. Uh, and put yourself in that position. Put yourself in that position multiple times until it goes your way. So you just keep firing until it works out. Well, no, like you, like you said, like you have a plan. Where when it goes wrong, you kind of might have to grind the back and then put yourself in the position again. Hope right. that it, you know whatever. Yeah, because like let's say you have an overhead, like just cost of living wise, uh, that's very low. Call it one k a month. Yeah, and you have thirty five k. It's like okay, if yeah. I take all myself is twenty five. And it doesn't go off 10K. I now have 10 months of living expenses. And if I do brick it, I'm going to play, call it 2 5 with Honestly, X amount of money. That's not spoken enough, enough about like early on in people's career. Like, to you're fire living, hard? no, your living expenses, like you should try to keep it as low as possible mm -hmm. to give yourself more rope and more opportunity to, right. to take. Well, oftentimes you just don't have a choice. Yeah, no, no, no. But listen, you're right. Listen, like, Mercier, yeah, like, Mercier, like, was driving a fucking 97 Corolla <laughs> after, like, ripping off, you know, five or six EPT titles and, yeah. and all these other. Like, it's like, bro, you have many millions. What the fuck are you doing? He's like, I don't drive. I he's don't like, care. I'm, he's like, I'm just trying to play big. Man. I, remember, <laughs> we, I, I remember we went to Florida to play, like, an event. And I wanted to go to the store to get food. And I didn't rent a car. Uh, I think I was actually, like, staying at the Hard Rock. It was probably, like, 2015. 2015, Jesus Christ. So he was like six years into his career at this point. And I was like, yo, Jay, let me borrow your car to, to go to Publix or whatever. He's like, yeah, yeah, here you go. It's, it's this car on you know that floor or whatever. And I get there and it's like this dusty ass beat down fucking <laughs> rust bucket. I'm like, what the, f I'm embarrassed to be driving this. What is the matter with That's you? part of the punishment of taking his car. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, Maybe he gave you his sidecar. Nah, yeah. nah. <laughs> a couple years later, he finally upgraded. And he had like a nice Beamer, but I was just like, "Bro, you take being uh, conservative to a whole new level." But that's the thing. I don't. I don't think that he ever actually had to take a shot, right? Like, I think he was just so fucking good out of the gate that he won. I mean, maybe I guess like his first EBT title was like quote unquote taking a, taking a shot. I think he like may have satellite his way in and didn't sell. That's the one. He then got, he just that, wins it. And yeah, then he's off to the race. Yeah, but that yeah. was such a bad like. It's such. I remember he got stabbed that time. You got that what? Time? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like yeah. that's like yeah. You have money, but you got stabbed. Yeah, he got you'll, stabbed. You'll take that trade off. Wait, wait. What's the story? <laughs> if you would have told him he was going to go to EPT, make one point six million, stabbed. get stabbed, live and be fine. No, but he had like he like, suffered. Yeah, well, stabbed in the back. Right? The whole yeah. problem about knowing that you're going to get stabbed is knowing that it's coming, and like every minute that the you're torture. not getting stabbed is just like fuck, man. When's it coming? Landon, <laughs> Landon, Landon, you have to be a historian of the game. You can't can just like tell me where 
this man got stabbed? It was, it was in uh, a club, right? He yeah, was it was in a club. I'm trying to think, like, yeah. if it was ET, EPT Monte Carlo or wherever. But it was like, the first. No, it was the first time he won. I, I think it was EPT Monte Carlo. I think it so. It was the one that he that he won, like his first business. Yeah, war, he beat the one, John the famous heads one up. with like the fucking uh, Marlins, Marlins hat, hat and shit. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. like and then after that, he went to the club. They were celebrating on an altercation. Got poked a couple times, and then that, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> no, 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 no. So he had, somebody like, just like smashed a beer bottle and just like, yeah, yeah, yeah he poked. It was bad. Him bad. It was bad. Like it wasn't. We're joking about it now because he's fine, but like. Rich, it was bad and he has a wife and kids yeah so, <laughs> so it's fine Dude. but like no but at the time he got like it was real what you don't do is get in altercations in other countries yeah there that's you go. what you don't I, do. I don't it wasn't like he chose this he life died. <laughs> he was just like there like he really got fucked yeah he, got, he fucked literally up. got stabbed in the back mm-hmm. yeah by a beer bottle. oh okay it was in Bar- it was in barcelona. barcelona oh hell no dude yeah, that's fucking wild, man. Hell no. Wow, being a historian really is uh, an advantage. Like, these stories are insane. This is why sometimes I show up to the podcast, because <laughs> I know all these things that happened back, back then. Mm-hmm. What just, else you got? Uh, I can't talk about everything. No, yeah, you gotta, you gotta save some, it. You gotta some, save uh, it. The people gotta keep coming. We should have Jason on, on the podcast when he gets Jason would Vegas. never come. He's Even never gonna come back to Vegas. Like, <laughs> he's just, he's just <laughs> like, dude, he's, he's, he's in a monastery somewhere <laughs> he came to play poker no he put a video up yesterday uh of him or a couple days ago is him driving with his three boys in the back seat and they were just all simultaneously yelling <laughs> they were just like all sitting there going ah <laughs> sounds like our house and he's just like blinking into the camera <laughs> Like not knowing what it sounds to like do. he's gonna need to take a few days off, come to Vegas during the series to get some uh, stress relief, and we can have him on the pod. I'll today. tell you what, I'm not fucking drafting him again next year. This motherfucker didn't play enough hands or enough <laughs> events, Sorry, rather. No, you were right, enough hands is fine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you got murdered in that. I did. You wanted I, to bet me again, man. I got absolutely wrecked. Uh, but yeah, so going Ethan, going yeah. back to Ethan, uh, <laughs> pretty remarkable story when it's all said and done. So like he he was, I don't even know what level of responsibility. Uh, he was exuding with the first bullet. He sold a quarter of himself. So, you know, he still kept like a lot, 18K worth. Yeah. Right. I mean, so he probably has more equity than a fair chunk of the people. For sure. Care, oh, 100%. Sure. For but sure. Like he might have he more. He might have more equity than like half, over half the field. Right. Like just like, him selling on the first bullet probably is still more equity than most of the field. But yeah. Uh, so like, I don't know what his net worth is. Uh, you know, the assumption is if he's keeping like ABI of like 20K, then he probably has like a million already. Uh, but he's young. He's young. We've talked about this in the past. Like, there's some yellow element to it. Uh, I respect it, man. I've always been on the side of like play to your ability, not to your bankroll, within reason. You know, <laughs> don't fucking break yourself. Nothing, you can't control it, bro. Yeah. You, it doesn't matter how good you are. You're gonna downswing at some point. Yeah, hopefully. That, that's. I mean, hopefully we, not. But we like, do know a lot more now than we knew back then. I guess about um, variance. Yeah. I mean, uh, Chin's sitting here saying this, but we all recognize Chin's biggest downswing was like two and a half buy-ins. Yeah, and yeah, like two he, was struggling. Ago. <laughs> he was struggling, man. He yeah, was struggling. But no, but look, look, look. End of the day, like, yeah, I took some big shots, but like, I could have, I could have taken way bigger shots, like throughout my my whole career. Like, I could, I might, I might have, like, if everything, like, I could have a lot less, or I could have like ten million. I don't even know, you know? if you've taken big shots. You were really responsible in your shots. Well, that's because, like, look. With me, it's like, I, my, like if I went broke and went back to my family and said like I went broke doing poker when they believed in me that I was gonna do this, that would be such a letdown. So like I could, I just couldn't do it. But there's like a lot of spots where you can actually take. They shots. don't understand like, oh, you're gonna, you're broke. No, I'm just saying. Like, you know, like, like there's a lot of spots gambler. where you can take oh, shots and and not be broke. King. 
How yeah, no, I know. I, I, we're not I, talking I, about I sitting did, case money all the time. No, I did though. I, I played some like some spots. Like I played twenty fifty, whatever. Would I? Would no, like, but like, yeah. like it was always very spots. responsible. Like when you sat the fifty hundred game with the with the pop singer that I brought to the win or whatever. Yeah, uh, you sold a bunch. I was playing. I was playing ten twenty five yeah. on my own. Yeah, 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 that's a lot. That's not a shot, man. You were playing ten twenty five anyway. That's, that's what I mean. A shot. No, a shot would have been just keeping it. Keeping it. I played a fucking hundred thousand dollar pot. Yeah. Keeping it. <laughs> yeah. You would have kept it. You would have been rich. Christian, you did say something about putting everything on the line and then making sure it goes right. Yeah. Yeah. But that was like it was you know, you do it within reason. And just like go crazy. Like at that point he was I like mean, rolled for ten twenty. He's like I'm gonna play ten twenty five in this game. <laughs> this motherfucker uh, it's got different. You also coming. have to prepare for the game to be like bigger than what it is. Yeah, it was a little bit bigger. Yeah, that's that's true. Especially if it's a good game where people would say, "Hey, do you want to double the stakes?" Uh, that does tend to happen. That that wasn't gonna happen in that game though. It was like literally like a bunch of shit regs and uh, okay, and so Asian pop it would star. Stay, it and would honestly, stay like even the even the uh, the VIP was on the nittier side. Mm. He just like did shit, which was wild that Christian was like the recipient because he was V pipping zero. <laughs> Sometimes people just take a stand. Yeah. My man was just like, I'm not playing any fucking hands. And then he got in one spot against the VIP. I don't even remember. What, I think you had a flush. That's no. a good he had, like, hand. Ace queen of hearts. Oh, that's right. That's, that's right. also a good he, hand. He had a, he might've had a flush draw. I he think. had top pair and a flush draw. And yeah. A yeah. You had a set of fives and you won. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Held. I didn't have a rebuy. Big hold. So. Uh, we we would have worked you, a That's not the hand you want to see when you have a set. Top pair and a flush draw? Well, why not? Fear. What are you afraid of? What would you rather the heart, see? The heart does drop for a second. <laughs> well, like, you oh. expect to just want, you want him to be dead, right? You want him to just have like yeah. top pair, top kicker. Yeah. You, you don't want him to have 35%. I mean, 35%. They, put in, they put in like 300 blinds, man. <laughs> Stop, just have top pair, top kicker. But yeah, um, we put in a lot of blinds. No, we put in more than that. We we're playing fifty. We put in. We put in five hundred blinds. We put in five hundred blinds, bro. Oh my God, I was already. What, like, it went in smooth too. It went so fast. <laughs> it was like bet, check, raise, three bet, call, bomb all in, call. I'm like twice. <laughs> <laughs> he said one time. No, he said twice. Thank God. Wow. It was just like brick, brick. I'm like, okay. Berkey knew how to set. Yeah. <laughs> Since I three bet the I flop. just looked at the board and I go, what's the nuts here? It was yeah. like ace it was like ace nine five and went three bets on the flop. And then I, I called this three bet on the flop and the turn was an offsuit deuce of club. I'm like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, How much you have left? I was like, it's like thirty thousand. Yeah. He's like, all in. I'm like, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, please. No, said, please. no. Don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> please hold it. Man. But yeah, nice life that time. I Ethan mean, was, fucking was, yow, baby. But yeah, Ethan's fucking. So he kind of went on a little roller coaster yesterday. Uh, he or not yesterday, but throughout the tournament, he busted his first bullet, which he sold a quarter of, and then decided to max late reg and yellow it, taking a hundred percent of the second bullet. So the man's in for like forty k, a little bit more actually, probably like forty five k. Uh, somehow just like immediately runs it up to ten starting stacks, and uh, is near chip leading with like 20 remaining uh ends up he claims punting off a big amount i don't know what the hand was uh i think we can trust him it might have been a little <laughs> bit of a punt uh and ends up bagging 25 bigs so he comes back there are 17 remaining 11 pay he's like average uh with 12 remaining he's 12 of 12 
Oh God! What and a somehow what the bubble took a long time. We were uh, it was like three tables away from where I was playing in the main, and we were sweating it. Uh, his his boy Robin, if you will, uh, you might know him as Mike Joseph, been on the <laughs> podcast a time or two. Uh, was like watching the stream, trying not to look at the stage to see if Ethan was still in or not. I was just cheating and looking at the stage. Uh, the bubble probably took like ninety minutes. I think they went through like eleven and a half. Finally, he cashes. Uh, slowly starts laddering, and the next thing we know, he's two of seven. But K-Rab, K-Rab had all the chips. He did. And he is just putting on a clinic until Ethan decides to get a little fucking frisky. <laughs> I think there were six left at this point, and Ethan's two of six. Uh, maybe seven left, but I'm pretty sure it was six. Uh, Ethan's two of six with like half of K-Rab's stack and double uh, whoever's in third place. And K-Rab opens uh, probably Lojack, I think. Ethan in the cutoff has a six of hearts. Yeah, get his ass. YOLO. Decides the three bet. Three bet. I mean, it's fine. Uh, we I think see, there was five. Oh, wow. seven left. Yeah, nice. Great, great pool, Guapo. I didn't know we had this. Very nicely done. Let's, let's just watch the hand. You want sound map? Nah. K-Rab's like the scariest chef ever. <laughs> Like this guy's a chef. So he's, this this ends up being like probably one of the worst case scenarios we can imagine. Turn five of spades. Ethan now has uh, a six of hearts for the nut flush draw, and he has like one SPR. Uh, no less. Sorry, he has like Jesus, point six SPR. <laughs> and, uh, oh no no no. no okay, he, he had one point like eight. 8. Yeah, like there 8 was, yeah, there was two point one in the million, and he had uh, one point eight. So he's like point eight SPR, and decides to go for the small bet. Which luckily he catches Kevin at bottom with a hand that probably could have just jammed pre, um, but you know Kevin probably just thinks Rampage isn't ever bluffing, being second in chips and him being the chip leader. Just ICM, uh, kind of meta game there, and uh, it gets through. If he had gotten jammed on, is that Tapar? Oh, yeah, Tapar got third. Uh, if he gets jammed on there, do you think he actually weeps? I think he sigh angry folds and thinks to himself, why did I bet the turn? Yeah. Yeah, so basically if he bet folds it's turn. And might have. I'm not sure. Well, it's either too much. gut shot or something? Well, he can just be shot. all oh, in. just naked. He can just be all in. Fine, <clears throat> nah, you can't be all in there. 0.8 SPR with the nut flush draw in a high leverage ICM spot. What uh, are you doing with overpairs? Checking back? Like your, your check back range is pretty much non-existent. It's just give ups. Yeah, but like all in. What other size do you have at 0.8 SPR? I mean, sure, he utilized a small, a small sizing. Uh, and I guess you could go 2E with like your best over pairs, like aces, kings, things that don't really need a ton of protection. Yeah, I want to like, say you know, suit specific. With, uh, yeah, with, with ICM implications, most of your strategy yeah, is just going to be like, all obviously in. Obviously, it has to be okay. Yeah. Whatever. It's kind of like whatever. Uh, point is, he got away with one. Yeah, got him. Got he him. really, really got away <laughs> with one. Saying it's here. whatever in a 25k right, is a very like, slippery slope. That's a big torch there. That's 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 a six-figure torch. I'm saying that your hand has so much equity that it doesn't really matter what decision well, you make that much. No, it does. It does if you're bet folding for sure. Oh well, yeah. Okay. Then fine. it goes from whatever to disaster. Yeah, six-figure torch. Yeah, but like, how often is like Arab even ripping through there? It's hard. Enough. <laughs> no, not like what's enough? Like. Like 25%? Just like with the mm. correct combos, right? Kevin's right. just going to play good poker. Yeah, I know. But that's like, that's not often. You don't get ripped on often. 
No, but when you do, well, it's a disaster. Yes, it is. Well, remember, he he is going to have backdoor spades uh, because he only faced like a one blind flop bet. We bet small bet. He's going to have like ace jack of spades. Yeah, maybe, who knows maybe how even much? like jack ten of spades. It was oh, five seven deuce. Uh, five seven deuce five. Uh, two hearts, two spades. Yeah, these spots are very intricate. Uh, I'm pretty curious to like look at what machine has to say and go from there. But yeah, I mean, he might just like play call, I guess, with like his non nut flush draws, and then just wave the white flag when he misses river. I don't know, man. Uh, but it's... like, he could just also be all in with them. Who knows? Like, I'm maybe he's not. He folded. That's what I said. But like, uh, I think I think the counter to that is uh, the appearances that Rampage just has zero bluffs. Hmm, wrong about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my man found one. Yeah, he did. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a really good hand. It's a super nuanced spot, but like, well, Ace Queen should just, I think, probably be all in pre a lot. But again, you're probably just assuming that Rampage is yeah, pretty bounded. Yeah, it's just like these ICM spots are a little bit different. Though. Yeah, it's just nice to be able to leverage all in there as the chip leader yeah, versus they, number two and it's, with well, a good hand. It's, it's, it's also weird. just like when it comes to offsuit hands and that in this range for this blind depth, because I want to say it started with like 25 effective. Yeah. Like it's one of those hands that's just very clearly good enough where that. you just kind of are hoping for the fold pre, hoping to do pretty well uh, if you do get called by a hand like Jacks or yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. But playing offsuit out of position, even though your chip leader is a little bit dicey. I mean, Rampage probably thinks that like there's not that many nines and tens in Jackson. Like, that part's true. Range. That so, part's like, very true. The betting range on the turn is like, you're, you have a little bit of cleaner betting range on the turn because those pairs don't exist as much. I mean, he might have some ace five suited. He would still yeah, have two yeah. combos of those if he calls them pre. Yeah, yeah, but there's two combos. Like most of his range, like most of K Rab's range, if we. If well, we he's playing play. trap with aces for sure. Yeah, but we block so aces. Three, so. Right, there's three combos of that. There's two I'm combos curious. of ace five suited. Well, in most it's ICM five. spots, playing like at this stack, well, we don't have many more combos. Uh, out of position, you don't really want to be playing many calls just because the equity realization is going to be very hard facing C-bets. Right. So Kevin might just only have a range that jams or four bets not all in where aces, because you don't want to play any calls. Mm. Well, you might have the click range with aces right. and, as you don't want to jam them. And then you still want to jam your kings, queens, right. jacks. And then you're also going to want to jam your king, jack, king, queen suited, ace, 10, ace, jack suited, and then your ace, queen off being the top of your offsuit as well as ace, king off yeah. uh, for the jam. And then find yeah, and that allows you to with, jam like a little bit wider with the pairs, so like maybe nines. Right. It's so I'm saying so like pretty, the, the range is pretty diluted for K Rap. Like, yeah. You know, it's it's not that bad of a bet, I think. On turn, like it's fine. It's to, to that end though, then jamming just performs better because you never have a decision when he's trapping with aces. Yeah. Like it, I don't think you want to be bet folding the times that he has like aces. And not even about the he bet probably fold. does jam. Like I mean, jamming here with if you have let's say Rampage has tens. Feel like he's oh 100 yeah. percent. well that's the that's the issue yeah. with playing the, the small right. sizing right. is that chips are worth so much yeah and you are sitting there with a the hand that really wants to see a river and just make a five card hand to where you do put in a bet even if you get called and like have to now play a show like a river yeah like now what happens on river where spr is like 0.3 and you land there with ace high yeah oh you want to die yeah no i mean you have to check <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's check, and you, you just check and hope that K-Rab had the king queen of hearts. <laughs> it's, it's probably impossible. Which is probably yeah. gonna be jamming yeah. pre flop, no, flop pre turn, <laughs> like one of those streets. Hey, and get shoved just one sure. time, just show up with it. Yeah, yeah. 
And he's four heart. Anyway, no, the moral of the story is uh, we could we could pontificate about this like all day long. What? We're never it, gonna get. Yeah, I did that on purpose. It means I, think I know you did, but can you please help me again? Discuss, <laughs> discuss and think about. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, but uh, I, I think the, I think the larger point. You ever is, heard of like a pundit? Like a like a pundit. That's what they do. Pundit. They pontificate. Yeah. <laughs> I think philosophers are. It's more in the. Whatever, it doesn't no, matter. No, but that's where the word comes from. I don't... Pun, what do you think it? a pundit is? Pontificate. The pundits. No, that's not how it's spelled. Okay. Unless I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure... Ponti pontificate is P-O-N-T-I-F-I-C-A-T-E. Right, I don't think it's a derivative of pundit. Okay, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I, I, I feel pretty confident in this one. <laughs> it's my first language, despite what many may think. Uh, I, I think the bigger <laughs> takeaway here is that, like, obviously he's getting away with one here. Uh, and there were a few instances of this. Yeah, there was uh, some weaseling going on. Yeah, there was some weaseling. He got K-Rab <laughs> to fold kings where... Uh, he, I mean, he found one with the eight high. Like, the kid has fucking heart, man. And honestly, like, here's the thing. I, I understand Rampage probably more than Landon does because I, <laughs> I think of myself as, like, a competent tournament player, but it's hardly my specialty. Uh but in a lot of these like 25k fields, you know, you see people who you just think are drawing dead, right? And it's like, well, there's enough people in here that I think are like legitimately drawing dead that I have a win rate. And if I have a win rate, sometimes it's going to be worth like firing. And on top of that, like I'm okay gambling. And if he has that mindset and then suddenly you find yourself in the, the position to win, now you have to deal with the end game aspect of like, okay, all the people who are drawing dead are gone. Uh, there's a lot of money up top. And my biggest edge right now might just be the fact that I'm willing to take some gambles that my opposition won't. Yeah. I will say that he did very well when it comes to finding jams and rejams, mm -hmm. uh, especially at FT, where now you're flipping pressure on other stacks to now make decisions. And it's not very easy when it comes to finding the bottom of call-off ranges right. and bottom of pairs that do want to call and things of that and nature. I, I think that that's really important uh, to like you know, kind of work with the framing that I'm putting out there of, uh, you know, when you recognize that the value to why you played the event has now been realized, right? So you're in the final five and a big byproduct of getting to that final five is you leveraging your skill set against weaker opponents who are not no longer there. So now that we're in this problem set of, okay, we're playing a five-handed tournament with uh, massive amounts of, of money jumps, it's like, well... If you aren't capable of playing perfect ICM spots or you're not that studied into these arenas and you are obviously sacrificing something and giving something up, lean into variance, right? Like that's just what you do. He and I had a conversation post heads up match against Kevin where he said that he did not feel comfortable in certain situations as Kevin is one of the best heads up players in the world mm -hmm. where he was more willing to take on the variant situation of situational approach of jamming with certain hands that would play isos instead just because now he doesn't have to play post flop even though the hand is losing in relation to choosing a higher ev option such as isoing right he's now just not playing out of position and letting the wheel be spun with hands that wants right, to spin like the he's wheel. happy to flip for yeah. for all of it yeah like the like equity Kevin's he has like in the hand is is worth more than him trying to outmaneuver oh, correct uh, than any strategy yeah, yeah. he could possibly so one of the, the, like one of the more famous stories like uh of wsop is like when tapar was heads up for his like first bracelet he was like up against a, a non-pro and 
basically like Tapar had like a three to one lead and he was like he goes on break really excited talks to his guys like yeah i'm gonna win my first bracelet you know like i'm doing really well blah blah, blah. comes back and the non-pro like just plays a shovel fold strategy <laughs> from that point forward mm -hmm. he's just the like kill Phil strategy. and it's like and it's like 40 bigs it's yeah. like it's like a lot like mm -hmm. he's just like all in fold all in fold like he's no flops and like he whittled like tapar down like a lot and they go on another break Tapar is like pissed. He's like, what the fuck? I'm going to lose my first bracelet to some fucking clown who never <laughs> wants to see a flop. And he's just like tilting hey. about it. Eventually, like picks up a hand, calls him and then like, you know, ends up winning his first bracelet or whatever. But like he was mad <laughs> that 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 strategy was being used. So like, I'm not surprised. Like, it seems like a really good strategy if you're ever a, not. I mean, I don't know if it's a really good strategy, but it seems like a strategy that's an option to just like just start shoving yeah i, I mean wider, I, I, wider, think, wider edge. I think it is kind of a good strategy right like it's why the biggest edge heads up in these situations is like 60 40 58 42 mm -hmm. whatever right it's like the easiest way to neutralize is just to force them yeah. to play for all of it landon right. do you know what the kill fill strategy is you no that i don't know what that hey, is i just know yeah. another callback to the old school poker so like it came out where like it was like the kill fill strategy essentially was they play a tournament and you either fold or go all in Right, and it's it's the fills can't beat you. The the Phil Ivies, the Phil <laughs> like there were so many good Phil, Phil locks. Like they were all like the good players back in the day, and and it was just like you just neutralize them by just going all, and then they can't outplay you. <laughs> I love that it. Was, it. But like it's, it's kind it of made, facts. Yeah, yeah, it kind of made some sense. Like for if you were like not good at all, and you just somehow won your way into like a big tournament. Well, like well, it's also uh, you have to remember like this subset of hands that they're going to play is tiny, right? Right. So it's like the variance is mm -hmm. out of this world, and to attempt to outmaneuver somebody that is you know superior and is going to execute a superior strategy is just the easiest way to make sure that they realize their EV. Exactly. And the easiest way to take it back from them is just say like, okay, we have sixty five hands where I'm just going to try to be all in with hands that are approaching fifty percent equity. And when that happens, deal with it, you know? Uh, and I think that's where, like, the original Helmuth, like, I'll pass and wait for a better spot mentality kind of came from. Like, mm -hmm. oh, if I just wait long enough, I'll get him into a dominated situation. But it's like, he still wins that a third of the time. Right. Yeah. People know? are bad at yeah. numbers where you realize, oh, shit, even though you have ace-king, guy has ace-four, right. ace-five. Or even if you have kings, guy has ace-five. They yeah. win a third of the time. Right. right. And it's like, you just gave up, you know, maybe you, maybe you let the chip position swing from, like, a two-to-one lead to near even, and now you get it in as a three-to-one favorite and lose. And it's like, match over. It's like, oh my god, this guy's so fucking lucky. It's like, yeah, of course he's fucking lucky. That was the strategy, man. Yeah. That's that's exactly what we're gonna yeah. do here. Right. It's like you know? I know that you're better than me. So instead of trying to beat you, I'm going to beat you by the wheel spin. Right. So now we're gonna spin the wheel which is and now why, you have to do it. Which is why, you know, ICM chops prior to heads up, and then once you do get heads up, chip chops are are, are so incentivized unless you're well rolled, right? Like they were playing a three hundred K heads up match. Yeah. I don't know either of their financial situations, but that's significant. Like you have to have millions of dollars to be able to stomach those swings regularly. Now, of course, in a one-off scenario, if you just want to say YOLO. Yeah, but like in K-Rap spot, like I wouldn't, I don't think I would take up. He's just so good. Heads what up. if K-Rap had uh, a substantial chip advantage and was offered like, or sorry, a substantial at, chip disadvantage was offered like even. Like where uh, where does it's it a level? Calculation like yeah. how how much better does he think he is in, in this spot? Like yeah, but yeah, I mean like you know Kevin 
uh, he's not going to take a chop there. Like, it's just yeah. they're both great players, but Kevin's just this is his field. Like, yeah, yeah, of heads course. up, no limit hold'em. He, he, he did works. say uh, there were situations where he would do that, but it, now that the cards are in front of him and he is playing heads up in this spot with the big blind ante and. Yeah. It's so hard to be like, I've studied this so much. Mm-hmm. I don't want to try to realize my edge because stack yeah. depths are so shallow. He wins an all-in or wins a few pots mm-hmm. and they're even. The edge there is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. you just win two hands, it's over. Yeah. Yeah, Man, it's funny because I think of it the opposite. Like the stacks are so shallow that Ethan just gets to be all in a lot and that neutralizes. That's what, it was, that's what I was saying. Oh, but that's okay. not what Landon oh, said. Oh, oh, oh. So there is some oh. confusion actually. He didn't offer even chop. I think he just offered maybe like oh, some sort of deal. Chip chop. Yeah. yeah. And then Kevin was like, no, I don't want to chop. For yeah. Him, for I can evens. see him not, not taking like yeah. whatever a, a quote unquote fair deal according to the numbers is. Like he should no, be paid look, for his edge. He should. He should. Yeah. He's yeah, yeah, saying yeah. if he got an even chop at a three to one deficit, he would have snapped taken it. <laughs> okay. Good. I'm glad to hear that because, you know, Landon had me convinced that you were like, nah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's what happened. I thought Ethan said, I will give you an even chop right now. And you're like, I, I really want to play, man. Like, thanks for clearing that up, Kevin. Landon's yeah. like, nah, fuck thanks, it. We Kevin. ball. And I'm like, yo, K Rod's got swag. <laughs> fuck it. We ball, baby. <laughs> like, yeah. I ain't losing this motherfucker let's go you want to know whose strategy did work whose fucking wpt yeah dude there is 631 players right now bro Th- they there is 615 hold up, hold up hold up hold up at dinner yesterday they announced the prize pool for the satellite that was running that day it was like 40 56 seats it's absurd they gave away 100 seats just yesterday. 108 the day before but they had two satellites yesterday they had a nighttime and a morning one. Right. they gave away 100 seats yesterday okay so like another 100 yesterday 108 the day before it is absurd dude they're Insane. at 1200 tortoise is just here playing with his little diddle you know, just, I know. I just tucking his head in his shell not wanting to play any of these goddamn satellites there's one tonight is there one tonight? There's a 10C one that's... Actually- oh, I got clarity, too, on how on how the, like, removal of the stack goes. How does mm-hmm. it go? So, as soon as you get the 12 stacks, you, you, your chips get pulled. Yeah, milestone, Sadie. Yeah. Yes, but the extra And it could be over, too. Like, they just pull everything, and then it plays out at the end. That's what I thought. As a normal satellite. Uh-huh. So, the way it works, because they're pulling so many chips, like, half of the field ends up playing a normal bubble. Okay. That's cool. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's torture, is what it is. Because mm-hmm. like you really want to get your stack pulled, man. Playing right. a normal yeah. bubble where everybody's like you know sub fifteen, yeah, is hell. Oh, Max pain, brutal. Yeah. But, Although I guess like playing a normal bubble where like the average stack is like actually fifteen blinds is even worse. Yeah, I want to kind of um, revisit <laughs> our numbers now. Like we're going into the rest of today, another five hours of registration today. And what do they have so far today? They have. 631 today, which brings us to 1246 total. Jesus. They're going to get it. They're gonna so, get it. so they might hit the guarantee today. No, yeah. They, well, it's going to be close. It's, it's going to be very close. What do we think we get on day 1C? That's my question. Over 1,000. Uh, yeah. No. Come on, bro. 700. Wait, how many people bagged yesterday? That's important. Uh, 237. Oh, Six, yeah. 615. Bro, yeah. Yeah. There's going to be 600 uniques for sure, and all the people who busted day 1A and B are fired. Oh my uh, I'll god. Take, no. I'll set the line at for day one C, I'll set the line at eight 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 ninety eight. Oh my eight ninety eight? Eight ninety eight. <laughs> Yo, we're talking about a twenty one million dollar prize pool right now. Nine nine eleven. I'll set the line. Wow, man. This is this is this is fucking exciting. Nine eleven. You want the under? This whole thing is exciting. Chin wants the under. I know he does. Look at him. Nine eleven, dude. I just gave you an extra thirteen so people. 
That's no, a lot of people. You just took away 89 people. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? It's like you said 1,000. Now we're at 911. Well, if I think it's 1,000, I'm not going to set the over under at 1,000. Okay, I need right, to but fucking. But, but say, well, say what you did. Don't say you gave me something. Well, I said it 889 for, or 898 first. No, now you I said 1,000. You said 899. You gave yourself a fucking 12, like almost 12 point edge. Like, Yeah, now I gave you something back. 911. Are we sure there's a Boston satellite um, today? Because it's not on the schedule. Oh, it's not? Yesterday was the last one? Looks like uh, no, I I think there was the 10C guarantee. Today, I would I imagine that there's a there's, satellite. Yeah, there has to be today. more satellites. If anybody, if anybody not, people are just there, gonna no. show up to the win and say, "I have a thousand bucks." Just like a thousand bucks. Let's run it. I was kind of like wondering if I should go play satellites today. I was gonna at the can, WPT if I was allowed to, but I have to go catch a flight. So. Oh right, you know right. You there's, a, there's a runner that I need to catch. You know, right. I yeah. gotta catch a flight. I'll be Conrad's back. For, on the fucking. I'll be run, back baby. for day two on Thursday. You know, that's <laughs> how we do, baby. This kid, man. Uh, what do you want me to tell you, man? Uh, it does say like okay, yeah, final, six the final miles. Yeah, Efro said six p.m. tonight. There's a fifteen million guarantee. Oh, sorry, sorry, that's the actual event. Uh, the final milestone satellite we play at six p.m. tonight. Oh, nice, perfect. Uh, Let's fucking go, Tortoise. I'm in it. Let's go, Let's go. Baby. Let's fucking go. Let's go, dude. Thousand dollars. He's Let's taking go. the fucking winnings from the 12.5k the other day. Let's go. Wait, what is it? It's a thousand bucks. Yeah, we all want a piece. Yeah. What time does it start? Uh, either five or six. Uh, six. Somebody said five. Somebody said six. Uh -oh. I trust Efro more. No offense, sorry, Spencer. Uh, I'll take ten percent. I'll take Let's I'll take go. fifteen. All right. How much am I selling? Well, you uh, tell us. I don't know. I'll take Maybe. that. Whatever. Well, Divi, what, what are you selling? How much are you selling? I don't know. Let me think about it. Probably between uh, 25 and 50. All right. Well, we'll chop so, it. I guess we should quickly talk about the prime, right? Matt Hunt, deep run. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't, well, don't fucking squash my job, man. We still got more Ethan to talk about. This motherfucker's giving money back. Oh. Yeah, He's refunding. Yeah, Listen, we're going to get to the prime. It's on the docket. Okay. I'm sorry. I jumped in front of you before because no, like, no, I, I, it, it, I saw the number and I was like, holy shit. You know what it was, Conrad? This is why you're a good number one. I fucked up. It, it's, a, it's a good, it's a good uh, reset. Nice, nice deep breath. Yeah, I, I kind of, you know, right? got to do something. You see how that works? You're the number one. I'm the host. I, that this had a real conclusion no. type vibe going to it. No, oh yeah, that's not. Oh, that's, now he gets he gets a little not, shook over there. I'll take under nine fifty for sure. Fuck, under nine fifty. I'll tell you what. You give me. You set split the line it. at nine thirty seven. You guys split it, and I'll take the over. Split it. Nine thirty seven. Nine thirty seven and a half. How much? Thousand. No, I don't. Not, not that. I'll, I'll, uh, look, here, here's what we'll let's gamble. Do, let's do. No, 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 no. We'll gamble our piece of Lamana. Wow. That could be so much. That could be worth so much money. Please do this. That's why it's beautiful. Because like, if he runs deep, then you just get to hold that over the other person forever. Oh my god, that would be so fucking. Don't worry, Lamana wins it. I'll I'll take you to DR or something. Gonna take his little buddy to DR. Yo, he don't like that. He gets real cold in the face whenever you drop the little buddy. Number nine thirty. Nine thirty-seven and a half. Nine thirty. I fucked myself. Nine thirty-seven. That's good. Nine thirty-seven. We can push it nine thirty-seven if it, if it lands square on. Then we're all, all, right, all, we're all happy. Book it. All right. So, so whatever, whatever you're selling, we're gambling. Oh baby, I like this. Imagine like <laughs> he's gonna min cash, so I don't care. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Well, I gotta win my way in well, first. All right. So, so, so to be clear, because he'll play the satellite prior to us having the final results. To be clear, no, uh, we're on. We're on. Like we we well, if have he, a piece of the satellite. Yeah, yeah. But but if he makes it to the if he actually makes it into the event, then the winner of the last longer gets his piece. If he busts the satellite, however, then we just pay. Right? The loser pays. 
the correct, loser correct, of the correct. the or the um, right. If he busts the satellite under. and then one of us lose, we we cover correct. The piece. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, I just, right, I just, yeah, I just want to make sure that's good. Okay, not coming. No, it's, it's not that. I still, I don't want to debate. <laughs> you you it wanted to be clear. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, so um, with Rampage, he sold publicly on stakings. I think he sold a quarter of himself, something along those lines. Mm -hmm. And uh, he made it very clear in social that he he was going to yellow the second bullet. Like, I don't think anybody felt entitled to... Well, uh, he was trying to, like, snap sell, but it was hard. And then, like, he said, fuck it, let's go. Yeah. He said, fuck it, we ball. Yeah. Right. So I don't think that there was any messaging issues. Like, I don't think he has anybody to, to appease or make happy in this situation. Mm -hmm. But I think his investors, you know, probably are a little salty that they bought a piece of the first bullet and didn't have action on the second. Right. Uh, so in order to make them a little less salty, he's giving them <laughs> their piece back times two. So it works out to roughly 13 K in refunds that he's issuing, uh, to the people who bought. And his explanation was basically, I want to reward people who believed in me whenever, uh, you know, I was firing basically. Uh, mm -hmm. Doug has a different take. Doug is saying that this is a bad precedent. It gives people expectation that they should be rewarded in situations where they aren't uh, actually on for the action and, uh, you know, puts Rampage and others in a bad spot when doing business in the future because people will expect this courtesy uh, or they'll be able to hold it over his head and basically use it as a contingency. What are your guys' thoughts on uh, each of these takes? I Start with Doug's because yeah. I think it's the more controversial one, obviously. Yeah, I mean... Ethan kind of last minute did something. I don't think he has a necessary obligation to do anything. Sure. If he feels like he wants to, that's obviously his choice. And Doug, I think it's being clear he's being generous. Right. Yeah. And then Doug coming in with the he's clearly pressured is maybe a little bit off just in the sense of speaking for where maybe he had some sort of uh, pushback and something like this in the past for him. Right. Or feels like he needs to appease in order to preserve his social media image he's being ethan mm -hmm. as this stuff happened but in reality it's just part of the action buying and he doesn't know anybody anything and the public pressure in social media is always going to exist people are always going to be angry and it's just a matter of doing what you feel comfortable with he doesn't know anybody anything in my opinion like i think he's doing something extremely 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 generous right now like just to play off that like he's just like he's coming out and you know yeah, he's giving back to the community just because they believed him, and that's that's pretty awesome. And it seems like a one-off. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like this is setting a precedent at all. I don't. I don't agree with that. Because, like you said, he's doing something generous. He didn't have to do it. This is not something that's going to be standard moving forward. How do you guys feel about Doug saying, uh, like, basically people kind of clap back and said, like, you know, he's just being generous in this spot, yada yada yada. And Doug said, nobody's been more generous to me, or nobody's been more generous than me, giving away like over a hundred thousand to like. Viewers and people who sweat along at home, uh, but I think that this is just you know setting a bad precedent. That's also just part right. of marketing. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds like well, right. he does give away some EV. Like he, yeah. he like he was winning. Like Doug's a good player. He's winning in a lot of the spots, and he has the money to take all the EV. So he does give back in that sense. That's with know? purpose, right? He's not yeah. obligated to do it. Right. right, it's still his choice. I, think, I think it's important to clarify the difference between generosity versus uh, strategy. Versus marketing, right? like yeah, when you're just strategically doing something, like when we give shit away, it's in order to drive uh, loyalty and and viewership and you know things that are going to help us. Generous in a way, still because like, you're giving away a piece of your equity. Well, it's more transactional than the l Ethan's. Isn't it a part about building a community? 
Like, yeah, but there like, has to be a like, give and take, there, right? There's right, but they like people understand you're a professional poker player. Like this is where you make your living, like most of it, and like if you're selling you know if you're giving away equity you're giving away a piece of like your salary almost so to speak it's symbiotic though so so i i understand a little bit of 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 both sides i guess i i I agree it it is marketing because he does have a business and the upswing um but you know the business I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I see. I kind of see both. There, there was a there was a bit of a, I'm a little uh, bit I on... guess there was a bit of a public uh, debate, which I think is obviously just very misled. Um, but somebody in the chat is saying there was a decent Reddit thread slamming Ethan on his second bullet, saying that if he hadn't sold for the first bullet, he wouldn't have been able to play for, with 100 percent of himself on the second bullet. Ridiculous that's, take. That's, yeah, that's, 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 that's a really bad take. Yeah. It's it's a very silly one. But even if it were true. Uh, I don't see how that leads it, to any entitlement. It doesn't matter, right? It's it's like the old notion of uh, backers wanting to take uh, a huge cut of people's sponsorship money, basically saying like, if it weren't for me backing you, you wouldn't have the opportunity to get sponsored. It's like that may be true, but like, you know, you're still doing all the work, mm-hmm. right? So a good example would be like this runner proposition, right? Uh, somebody DM me and said like, I'm pretty confident it's this person. Go get him, and he didn't ask for anything in return. But obviously, like, if he's right and I win the runner seat or whatever, I'm going to compensate him in some capacity. But I can't overcompensate him, even though the information he gave me is worth the entirety of the package. Correct. That's a personal choice to give it to you. Correct. Yeah. And on top of that, it's like, at the end of the day, I'll be the one playing the tournament. Right. right? And Which you is are now the work. one that has the ability to say and give what you feel like is necessary because you got unsolicited advice just because you received unsolicited advice it becomes more of an even value exchange even though it doesn't look that way yeah but you're you're you're, but you're scum if you give them zero of course i I would never give them zero but my whole point is that that's what i'm saying so there is like a little level hmm, of expectation is that true i think if it's two people it's definitely scum bro they give zero I think. Wait, hold on. It's 100% fucking scum to give zero. I don't think that's necessarily true if it's unsolicited it's advice. It's, it, it, and that's to, to your guys' point, it's very shrewd, but I think to Christian's point, I don't think this person would DM just anybody. I think he DMs me because he expects me to do, do, do good by him. Exactly. You're right, by, by, it, by like your he, people. What like, I'm going with is if that's clarified, I'm just going from the logistics standpoint, right? If it's clarified, it's a transactional thing of I can give you this information that I think is worth X for X percent. But that's the stop. That, that's the point I'm trying to make is i think people are willing to give me unsolicited uh tips and things like this because they know i don't work in a tit for tat type of manner Mm -hmm. like they understand that i'll take care why are you laughing bro the text is the text i get no it wasn't even about you oh (laughs) it's like well now i'm not gonna say what this is but this shit was hilarious like he's like i couldn't put this in the in the software watch uh uh live chat but doug polk couldn't could fuck up a wet dream what a jealous bitch <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ uh, like where, That's I'm, funny. Where, where i'm going with this and people giving you uh, unsolicited advice obviously feeling like they're going to get some conversation in return as they are correct in that sense yeah it's now up to you as to how much that's correct. Worth. And I'm saying uh, they trust me in being that arbiter, right? Yeah. Where if like, for instance, they reach out to somebody like Mike McDonald, who's very stringent by the book and technical, they're probably going to say like, hey, for a quarter of your action, I'll tell you who the runner is. Yeah. And they just trust that Berkey will be trustworthy. Hold on. I'm sorry. Before you go back, I need to say something right now. So Waxman won um, like this thing this morning for the runner mm-hmm. and he had to ask them a question. He got to ask him a question, and he doesn't know. He didn't know what question to ask. Okay. So here's We're the question. Crowdsource it. Here is the question. No, no, he asked one. Oh, okay. I can't wait to tell you what it is. Okay. Okay. Well, I know you're a fan of the Only Friends Pod, so fuck, marry, kill, 
Berkey, Landon, and Conrad. Oh, and my God, and please, and please thoroughly explain your logic behind the answer. Thanks. <laughs> First of all, huge shout-out to Waxy for the content. Waxy, you're so great. Huge shout-out to him for the content because that's great, but what a waste of a fucking question, no, like, man. Yeah, but like, he's like literally to the point where he's like, I just don't know what to ask you. And like, It's funny because I submitted an answer for the question as well, mm -hmm. and I was going to crowdsource the question to ask. Because yeah, uh, there, there, there's like five or six in my head that I think are worthy of asking. Yeah. They have obviously changed now that I've been tipped and like people think of they... Of course. But prior to that knowledge, there was like five or six like throughout the videos where I was like, okay, like there's some meaning behind these types of things. And I was just going to crowdsource our chat and say like, you know, here's a poll, vote on which one I should ask them. Waxman just goes full troll. <laughs> right? like he's just here for the lulls. Apparently Brad Willis has walked right up to him and just started dying laughing. <laughs> Amazing. Alright, so let's get back to the, the to the topic. So yeah, we, yeah. So, so where I'm going with this is, let's say somebody gives you unsolicited advice. You then take it. It works out for you, and then you give X percent what you deem is fair, and now they want more. Do you think oh, in that situation, how do you go about do like dealing with that? Well, you would just explain to them like why you think this is fair piece. I mean, it's reasonable, I think. Yeah, I mean that's where that's where you just get to lean on the 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 side of. Uh, well, it's kind of in my hands, right? Is that not the same as kind of like having your cake and eating it too? Well, no, but it makes the point that I'm saying with Rampage, right? Where it's like, uh, clearly he could fund the whole tournament. Now, maybe not responsibly so, but he obviously had 25,000. So it's not like he had to crowdsource. Right. He did that as a means to reduce risk and whatever. So like this whole take of if it weren't for us, then he wouldn't be in this situation right. is largely bullshit. But uh, to that end... It is one of those things where, like, you know, generally, the, the, the general good business practice is that when you have a collective group that you're selling to, you always offer them the action again. Now, the difference here is that he crowdsourced this, right? So they're anonymous people to him. And honestly, like, I do think that there's, uh, like, to, to kind of give Doug's side a little bit of credence, I do think that Ethan's probably aware of the Reddit thread and probably feels a little bit backed into a corner from a PR standpoint, where it's $13,000 to him. And uh, it'll make the the angry mob quiet. It really yeah. sucks. And that, that feels yeah, like that's a really shitty way to handle it. Because if this were instead a group of friends that you always sell to, and you decided to yellow it, you'd happily give them. Uh, and honestly, if they're well off as buyers, they probably just don't take well, it. I think what ends up happening in this situation, because it's crowdsourced and not sponsored by friends, so to speak, what happens is when he wants to max the amount of time he now has to sell is extremely it's, it's, limited. And can't. if he can't get it done, theoretically, he cannot play. Right? No, but he, he can play. play. But he can play. That's no, what I mean. Like, I, no, in no, theory, I, I mean, in the sense of if he only sells out 10% instead of 25, can he still play? Can he still play? Of course, well, he thing. yellowed for a hundred. He can. He can play on his own, like yes. irresponsibly, possibly. Right. But he can play. Right. Right. So on the second <laughs> bullet, what you're saying is 100 percent correct. Where he can't just like go on State Kings right. in 15 minutes, do this whole thing, get a, and get it sold in 15 minutes. So he's like, well, fuck it, I'm just gonna do it. Like I don't want to bother anyone. Like right. let's go. Time was not on his side in this right. situation. Right. Right. So that's kind of that's kind where, of the thing. Where you're with friends and you, you but, let's say but friends I, had a piece. I kind of see his piece where it's like, well, if I could somehow do it in 15 minutes, these people probably would have rebought right away. Similar to friends, like if you text them like, yo, I'm rebuying, you want it? And they'll be like, yeah. Like you see what I'm saying? So he yeah. probably feels like these people would have 
bought it if he could have facilitated right. it. Right. Now that he's in yeah, this he position. Doesn't, he doesn't feel that strongly about it because he's giving them back. Well, he doesn't want to get f complete free roll. Right. 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 So he's giving that, them that's what piece. I mean. Yeah. I, I, look, I, yeah. I, I see both sides here, and I think that there's merit to both. Uh, I, I'm leaning slightly towards Doug, which I didn't start off that way. No, it's honestly I, I, just State King's fault because they should just get it done 15 minutes right well, away. Like if I snap, I need to be like, "Yo, rebuy me right away." I need to sell my action 10. Well, yeah, well, I don't, I don't know how the platform. How works. I'm fucking around. Work. Obviously, obviously you can't. I don't know how the platform works, but like I imagine that you could just have two bullets up. You can, yes. but he didn't think he was going to fire two. He yeah. thought he was only going to fire other, one, yeah. and therein lies the problem. Right, but then he can always just refund if he doesn't fire the second one. The problem really is that I don't know that the platform facilitates like buyers of action one also being buyers of action two. Like, do they get priority? I, I do not think so. I think it, it's, it's probably like, just a free for all. It, it's an open free for all. So, like, they would literally, I believe, it, what I believe is he would post it like at the beginning, or whatever, and just one or and two. Whoever, it would yeah. be cool if like you bust a tournament, you like. uh you hit a button or something on your state kings for like the second bullet and then and then like they send like a text to all the people that were in and like you want a piece again why yes and you yeah. know and that's it and then you're on or you're off well, it's, um, it's just time consuming yeah. and then at that point the people that crowdsource it now have to check their email they now yeah, have to yeah. do not email other. text or well, whatever can't be email yeah. um, like, no but I, I guess the the bigger thing that i'm i'm, I'm circling <laughs> around to like, you know is, when hold on you know when like you you like when there's like you buy something and like your credit card like sends you like a message like was this you yes or no and then you put yes and then like it goes like that's how it should be <laughs> i guess i guess what i'm saying though is that uh if it is a free-for-all for both bullets like assuming he posted both publicly or whatever and you're not necessarily going to get 100 percent overlap of buyers of one to buyers of two mm -hmm. there's I, I i i like even though he's being incredibly generous and i understand uh, the motive behind it as well as the generosity behind it. There's zero part of me as somebody who is remarkably generous when it comes to these situations, there's zero part of me that would want to issue a refund, right? Because it's like the likelihood that you as player A who bought a piece of, of bullet one would even be an investor on bullet two is already reduced. It's already not 100%, right? So yeah. it's like the entitlement that I mean, this is what you get into. The The problem is, is like, this is what you get into whenever you have retail investors, right? Like, and you're publicly selling. Yeah, they're, ju they're just kind of like firing and gambling and like it's fun to them and everything else. They're his fans, though. Yeah, and then there's a ton of FOMO, right? Whenever like you don't get a piece and you feel like you were left out. And, and I understand why he wants to quell that as far as the he, And it's goes. just, a, it's his fan base. So that's, that's really what it comes down to. It's not like, you know, the people buying him are probably not like, uh, you know, pros that are sharp and like know the markup and like all the, like what whose edge is what in these fields like they're his fans you know so yeah. like or at least i think so i'm not sure i don't know i think but, it's I'm, saying, but I'm saying the probability is that it's likely a lot of his fans and and good for them because they're doing well like on buying him right so yeah. he probably feels indebted a little bit like look this is my fan base these are my my people like i'm gonna give something back and i think that's cool like yeah, he just didn't want any but i agree that there is like a little bit like it's a slippery slope you know like because a lot, a lot of, of people a lot of people have fan bases a lot of people sell pieces a lot you know it's it's one of these like you know what we, let's be careful in the way that we uh kind of do the messaging right i i think it's very clear and important to like really hammer down that this is an individual choice and not an a standard by yeah. any means 100%. Yeah, yeah. Like, i do i do kind of understand though so like uh when i play when i play like 200 400 plus or whatever i sell action to uh, a very small group always and um you know for a time there 
I would even sell it to some smaller games that tended to play bigger, like 100, 200. Like I would still give them a small sweat, like 10%, 20%, something like that. And I felt a lot of guilt whenever I would just play on my own, like 50, 100, 1, 2, right? Like I would, cause I, you know, I'm often like tracking via social, like posting. And I'm just like, man, like is uncle Dan going to see me post that I just want a hundred K in a 50, hundred game. And like, he just didn't have a piece of that after we lost 50 K in this 200, 400 game the other day. And then I like, you know, you talk to him. It's like, he doesn't fucking care because he's your friend. He's, he's buying action for two reasons. One, it's profitable and two to help. So it's just like, nobody gives it like same thing happened with hunt yesterday. Right. He ends up getting eighth in the prime. Big shout out to Matt hunt. Congratulations on that. Hell of a fucking run, kid. He was one of 11, had a real shot at 700K. Things just didn't work out for him down the stretch. But he ends up getting, you know, eighth place for 91,000. I always have a piece of Hunt. Like, I buy pieces, like, year-round from Hunt, right? There wasn't a single part of me that was just like, how do I not have a fucking piece right. of this? It's right. like he entered a backing agreement. It's better for him. What would I have had anyway? 5%, 10%? Who fucking cares, right? Like yeah. that 9,000 is not going to change my life in any way, shape, or form. And even if he had won it for 700, like that 70K would be nice if I had a 10 ball. But like I'm going to make and lose 70,000 so many times throughout my career. Like why on earth would I ever sweat mm -hmm. this non-detail over something that's like not controllable, yeah. right? Yeah, like just some sense of entitlement over what? Previous investments? That's not how shit works, you right? Know? And especially not when you're not selling to someone that's quote unquote call it the sharp slash retail and also part of the friend group where it's yeah. like they want to see you succeed mm -hmm. where there's no spite of goddamn where's my piece i can't believe i didn't have a piece of this why didn't yeah. you offer anything yeah. you know um yeah like when you lose big and they don't have a piece there's no part of them going like fuck yeah, man, where's I, my piece bro i was yeah. supposed to have a big chunk of that they're, they're sitting there going thank god in right. rampage's situation i think like the education of like um staking people is also like not like people don't understand what staking is to a that's why i said retail sellers are like tough yeah because like i've had rampage um did basically the same thing in florida like mm -hmm. he busted the 25k max late rents it and then he was like chip leader or something along the lines and somebody dm'd me and was like hey um shouldn't like our piece be diluted or something like that and i was just like no that's not a thing man. no because then you free roll the fuck out of him yeah right that's, like, like, that's just not a thing like and it was like through a, one of the websites like stakings or something like yeah. that because like you have to think of it as the collective right so say that he's selling for one bullet and he wants to sell uh half of himself mm -hmm. so that's 12.5 say he's selling it at face right mm -hmm. that's twelve thousand five hundred, right but then he fires a second bullet and now you just want your share diluted yeah he still only sold 12.5 yeah so now all of a sudden he has to take on 75% of the loss for the first bullet mm -hmm. and give up 50% of the equity to the second bullet. Yep. You can't do that. Yep. Like it's simple math. People, I understand that like these platforms are available and there's nothing, uh, you know, kind of educating the people who are buying it. It truly is just a gamble to them. And I'm sure that like, we see this on like the Robin hood app a little bit too, whenever it comes to just like getting into retail stocks and, and kind of firing at will. Mm hmm somebody need, like you need to do your due diligence you need to understand how the math works you need to understand how uh the equities shift like you can't just automatically presume a dilution effect will take place whenever the person who's selling just is now taking a bath yeah for a significant a significant amount of money at mm -hmm. that point right um so yeah i mean i i think like whatever ethan's free to do as he wishes uh i i don't think it's actually as great of a look it would be it would mean more to me if it were his friends and family Right, yeah. if like usually he cuts them in, and for whatever reason he just yellowed in this spot. 
and like chose not to. I've done this too in the past where like uh, I usually cut people in uh, like friends and family, like small pieces, 5%, 10%. And then I find myself running deep, but I'm still not in the money. But like maybe I'm chip leading with, uh, you know, 12 or 15% of the field left, something like that. And I'll just shoot a message and say like, yo, you guys are on, yeah. right? It's super generous because like now you might be worth like 2-0. Right. Something along those lines, right? But again, like we're talking about pennies right. when you're when you're dealing with friendships, like long run. Sure. I think just maybe also a potential like conclusion when it comes to selling retail is having in the back of your mind if you are going to fire and just having that option up and available. And obviously life's not going to be perfect. This isn't going to be perfect. But from a retail perspective, expecting something like this to happen again would be ridiculous. Um, so here's the thing. I, I just I, I kind of disagree because like it's it's a last second thing. Like you don't sometimes yeah you don't walk into like hey I'm gonna play a 25k and I'm gonna fire multiple bullets. Like the way he's looking at this, he's like okay I don't normally play 25ks. I'm gonna fire one bullet, sell some action, whatever. And like the fields the, looks good. The, he's feeling a little gambly. It's you like know? 15 minutes before late red ends. I understand. Like it's just like okay, <laughs> let's fucking go. Yeah. Don't uh, don't you start your yeah, shit. I, almost, I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, like I'm like what? What do you mean? You should have been prepared. No. <laughs> if if two Jim's bullets, never done this like, his yeah. life. if he's gonna max right, and you think okay, I'm gonna play one, and max, you might know be you're on gonna the table. max when you're gonna max. Right. But this it, kid's never made an emotional decision when it comes to investing in his life. I, I don't even mean emotionally. Like if you just think that Max is on the table. Yeah, yeah. Right? And you have it on the site. I don't think he thought that. Yeah. I that's think he thing. made an emotional decision and he got yes, fucked and rewarded. Hundred percent so emotional. Now if he's making an emotional decision, why does he feel indebted the to the fan base? Just, he loves his people. Uh, it could be one of two things, right? It could be it could be made him money. Yeah, they it could, made it, him a lot, you know, like his YouTube does really well. These are yeah. his people. They invest in him. They've made. Well, maybe he's rampage. not selling it through the community on YouTube. Like no, but those but are the people buying. For, him. Perhaps, but like, it, right, so but, it could be some likely. sense of it could be some sense of guilt towards his towards his community. It could be some sense of like feeling like he doesn't deserve what he got. More likely, though, it's some sense of feeling like he's being un un. Uh, unfairly scrutinized yeah. in this Reddit thread. I agree. And okay. that he's turning uh, turning people off to him. It's okay. certainly not right for them to criticize. No, but like at like, the same token, you don't want to turn people off to you. Trust me, as somebody who's done a great job <laughs> of being, <laughs> alienating plus, like plus 33 to 50% of the community, like it's, it's not something you actively want to do. Yeah. Where I was going with that was if the fan base, like let's say something like this happens again, mm. right? Because Will. Emotional decisions sure. happen, sure. and they, I don't think expecting some form of some form of like compensation of the same sort of ilk is expected, nor should be expected. Yeah, I think that's where Doug's argument falls apart, yes. right? It's a, it's that he's he's implying that this creates a new expectation, and I don't think it does. But in it, fairness, but it like does set in, the precedent. In of sort. what like what Conrad was saying, there are a lot of people that feel as if that they when they do buy the first bullet there is some sort right. of Dilution, something, something that, that happens if you bust and you're still because to them remember it's not like a cash game it's not like you went home right right it's like wait i have a piece of you you're still in this tournament yeah, yeah, yeah. you okay. know what i mean so yeah. do you think how do you think investors feel if you max like and bricked it just instantly oh of course but happy you're they, out of the tournament happy they weren't on it right, right. No, no no but you're now out of the tournament right like you have to think like you have to remember like don't put yourself in the mind of a professional poker player Put yourself in the mind of like someone that's like a fan. You watch once a week, whatever. Um, you tune into like some stuff. You you're a fan of this person. You buy it, right? And then like somehow they're like you tune in and they're at the final table, and now you don't have action. But you haven't been following along. 
You're just like, oh, well, he's at the final table. I have a piece. Oh, no, he's on a second bullet. You didn't even know that, like, that, that you had an option to buy or, like, whatever. It just feels off for... I like mean, it retail. feels a certain way, but it's obviously. I understand, of course. Like, like that's you know, just I mean, life, right? I, I get it, dude. I'm a professional poker. I, I get understand. it. I'm just saying, I'm putting myself in the in the shoes of someone that's like a fan. That's not like you know, like it feels. If it, it it just leaves a sour taste as you're as you're trying to say. Bro. Okay, like, so let's say this is you, right? Let's say you're Ethan here, and you make an emotional decision, and then you sold for one, but then yeah. you're in for two. You max it. You're like, you know what? I want in. Fields looks good. The right people have the chips. And I want in. You sell again. You win. Yeah. I do you again, feel... Right? No, you YOLO it. Oh, so I didn't right? sell you again. Do, you do... You're in Ethan's shoes. Mm -hmm. How do you handle that situation? With a YouTube channel? Yeah. I would do what Ethan did. I think... I, think, I, I, think I wouldn't. What, I think what he did was, was, was fine. I wouldn't. If I really felt like I needed to give something back to the community, I would just do like a 10K giveaway or something along those lines. I, I wouldn't feel like I needed to... Well, what, have an what, obligation what, but you're to gonna do something buyers. point is mm -hmm. yeah right? but that's a huge difference one is a marketing ploy yeah, where it's like i want to give back to all my supporters broad spectrum the other one is i feel like these 10 people who bought a 200 hundred dollar piece of me deserve something so here's yeah you know, but like you know, these are the people that invested in him like whatever like it, point is like you're gonna do something and whatever you choose to do is like clearly up to your uh, opinion and decision but like yeah. there are people that would do nothing i just wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to dilute my generosity that way right because i think it's almost uh it's it almost takes away from the gesture itself right like giving money to people in a general sense is thoughtless so i think the way that it becomes a meaningful act is whenever you're doing it with purpose whether it's a friend a family member or somebody in need uh, you're now purposefully giving them money, which can benefit them in a, in a monumental way. Whenever you're just doing transactionally, like, oh, you feel a certain way about the money that you spent on my action and didn't get a return. Okay, Christmas came early, buddy. Here's your return. Like, I don't think, uh, I don't think that does remember anything. Remember, though, like, it, he, we don't know that the entire base of his investors feel that way. It's just that he feels like these are the people that believed in him. Well, these we know that there's a, people that that we know there's a very popular thread about it. Yeah, but, but okay, but that's not like how many people bought a piece. Probably like a, a, more than more than one. This person that made a thread, okay. Then there's like people that just like are toxic and they jump on the thread because they don't like him or whatever. Like, you know, most of the people that believed in him didn't buy. They bought because they like him and they believe in him. They didn't buy because they were like, oh yeah, this is like a six spot, like I have a huge edge or whatever. You know, like uh, so I feel like he believes that this group significantly believes in him and he wants to reward them for that belief and i think that's fine yeah like I, I i mean i think your side is fine too like i think both are are fine like however you believe you want to re reward the people that believe in you that's great did Whatever. did anybody see jamin burton playing poker yesterday i did not like, well not well at all oh wait he was playing <laughs> very poorly Okay, because I, I could have sworn, I walked around the room and everything, and I could have sworn that he was literally just showing up every break to take pictures. Yeah. Like videos and stuff, like... He's really getting his money's worth for the vlog, for sure. Okay, so he is playing. He All bagged right. half a starting stack. Half a starting stack? Yeah, yeah real, real uh, uh, rags to riches story. <laughs> Wait, did you guys, were on the same table? He was like, <laughs> he was the table adjacent. Table adjacent? <laughs> Very nice. I love this adjacent word. Thanks. It's so great. Yeah, thanks. Um, there was one more thing we wanted to touch on. Oh, uh, I guess it's not super important, but since we are talking about day one, a, uh, very notable name came out as the chip leader 
and he has piles. Uh, also, also at the uh, expense of Matt Glantz. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Justin bought him a bag, two hundred big blinds, a little over a million. Mm. Uh, God, that's four that's... more stacks. That, that's four of my stacks. Yep. Yeah. That's a, that's a tough. Uh, that's going to be a tough out. Uh, it's not the right person to have chips on day one. That's that. That is certainly sure uh, for sure. Let me see if I can find Glantz's tweet here. Is he not Matt Glantz on Twitter? I thought he was. Uh, oh, there he is. Uh, so he tweeted. <laughs> this fucking guy, man. Uh, he absolutely got wrecked too, for what it's worth. Uh, no, please didn't. Please tell me. Okay. Uh, at my win poker table, all three guys have approximately 200K. So already two starting stacks. Uh, and this is... <laughs> This is early. This is like level four. This is great. Under the gun one, 2,800. Two flats. Pink hair guy. <laughs> 16,000 from the small blind. That's funny. Kid in the big blind. Cold four bets the 34K. The opener. Cold calls the four bet. What? Pink hair guy calls the four bet. Flop. Eight, nine, four, two spades. Pink hair guy checks dark. <laughs> big blind. 30k so roughly third pot opener 80k the fuck pink haired guy all in for like i guess it would be 180k fold fold (laughs) what in the fuck can not breathe (laughs) pink hair green jack of spades oh man that is so great so bonomo then uh, this 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 continued on. Ooh. The show goes on. That's right. The show goes on. Uh, Mr. Bonologic himself says uh, he quote tweets it and says, "Weird. No trouble breathing on my side of the table, Matt." <laughs> Shrug. <laughs> then he gives his own hand history and he says, "A few hands later, Matt bets thirty five thousand and folds to a shove of 45k, 10k more, without even asking for a count from 80k guy in the previous hand. <laughs> Man, I really wish pink hair guy gave Glance an, a nickname like, like Glance gave to Bonomo. Yeah, it's true, it's true. Next hand, I open early position to 3k. Matt in small blind says 8.5k and puts out a 25k chip. I say, I call, and I'll change the 25. I put out 8,500, and then in a separate motion, put out five 5K chips. Matt thought I said all in and pushed his stack forward. Keep playing great, Matt. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. Oh, man. I'll let you finish the segment. Well, that's it. The that show pretty, goes on. That was pretty great. So they're Wait, having what? another creator game. Did you see this? Can I by, by Botez. Uh, Botez just tweeted, hosting another creator poker game. Tune in tomorrow. This is uh, at the WS... Oh, sorry. Excuse me. At the WPT sick new studio, and I see it's Botez. We have yeah. Uh, so I, I can help. Run Safu, so ahead, five me. up Twitch streamer, Hafu clearly Twitch streamer, uh, Dog Dog a also another Twitch streamer. Classify is a gamer content creator. Yasuo uh, Mo content creator. Eric Hansen Twitch streamer and chess player. And Adept is a variety streamer. So a lot of streamers from Twitch. Sounds Some juicy. What are they playing? What stakes? Uh, I think they're playing quarter fifty. 5k buy-in okay nice. let's fucking go this is tomorrow eight-handed tomorrow yeah all right if anybody drops out you know i created the only friends podcast the you know? fuck mm. you did <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker this guy's always looking for a free fucking lunch man i'll tell you what shout out to guapo or, no of course not how could i 
Shout out to Jamie. And he says, Guapo, Landon, Chin, and Brian are the best. This motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know about the motherfucker. God donates $20. Yeah, and he left me off the list on purpose. He knew what he was doing. He got me to read that thing for $20. Like I'm his, like I'm his little fucking puppet. Yeah, here's that buddy. That, you're, that's you're because you're buddy. bald guy. He said, I don't like the mother guys. I'm like, I don't like. I wish I was somebody's little buddy. I miss my pet. <laughs> I don't I believe my mom. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Fuck you. You don't want to be a little buddy anymore. I do. You're 40. That's fine. Nah, he doesn't care. Yeah. He, would, he, would, he would definitely want to yeah, be a little like being, buddy It's again. like being the little spoon every now and again, you know? Wow. Mm. Oh, I'm going to Taylor. I want to go home now. All right. Wait, Take what? us home. Well, on that note, thanks for rocking with us. Before I start crying about my mom, I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> I need to catch a plane. Have a good one. We'll be back tomorrow. Later. Peace.